0: Now boarding for Rebuild of Joycast, your weekly destination for anime, manga, and more.
1: I was really looking forward to My Hero Academia this week.
2: I was too, because we're in the endgame, and they're they're not even shying from it.
1: No, they're really not pulling their punches, and it's pretty freaking cool. But this week didn't exactly have what I want, but I was still surprised. Pleasantly surprised, to be honest. How about you?
2: I dug it. I mean, it's everything we were asking for. We got Mirko and Bakugo and genus on a on a team.
1: Oh my god, I just realized the best genus has a fucking strap around his goddamn collar that says BJ.
2: It sure does. God. Blowies. Damn <laughs> I thought that was okay.
1: <laughs> he demanded this is
2: my, it. This is, this is the, the, uh, the Maruda situation all over again where no one don't they they, they're so quick to make sure there's no terrorist rhetoric in his freaking story but if they say something stupid and problematic then they're like oh yeah where are you going we're not we we don't (laughs) check we don't check for the things that are important like when your character has blowjob belts
1: no, the face. designer, genus, just have a big J on it. It'll look fine. No, I'm best genius. B.J. J for genus, J for jump. No, a B.J.
2: Blow job. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh This is a very cool opening panel with um, I forget the ninja guy's name. You literally explained his power Ed to shot. me. Ed shot. Thank you. We got sunny, uh, you know, a personal favorite. We got that girl who, who's also in like the top three, but I think that's her, isn't it? Did she get a haircut? She did. All the girls
2: got. I mean, Miracle did too. All the girls got the short haircut because it's time to get serious. It's time to go to war.
1: You know, I. No I,
2: longer, no longer pretty, want war, even though I say they're hotter now.
1: hmm. Super hyper entrapment stage. I'm surprised that Miracle. I, I know I noticed it before, but I thought about it more. I'm surprised that Miracle decided to go with a giant freaking gauntlet. Like, I'm not it's surprised. like the size bigger, of p-
2: Bigger punches.
1: Yeah, but it's the size of her torso. And I, I always imagine that she would want something uh, pro- probably lightweight because it isn't one of her big things like speed and precision. Like, I know she's a powerhouse. She,
2: she hits hard. She hits she hard. Does, she does. But yeah, so going on this chapter, basically, it's, it's the start of team versus Shigaraki. They've got Shigaraki isolated all by himself. And so you said, the heroes you just listed, it's them. Deku was supposed to be there with them, but in the previous chapter, Toga pulled him away. Oh no, a wrinkle in the plan. But otherwise, a pretty cool plan. They've So they've got Shigaraki alone in a floating UA dome. That's literally like being reconstructed in real time. He destroys something, they rebuild it because they've got... Yaoirosu support girl, the whole support team, while Kaminari and all the electric heroes are the generator that just have power so they can never be mm. disconnected from the grid. It's actually
1: a very cool idea.
2: It's a battle fortress run by heroes that's constantly reconstructing itself. This is insane. Horikoshi is popping off. It's, it's like the, it's like the Stars and Stripes fight all over again. We're just going. We're just going nuts.
1: This is like it reminds me. of, Do you remember the Justice League cartoon? Such a good show. Yes. Do you remember the episode with Amazo? He he was like a silver robot with just red eyes, and he was super powerful, and he has all the powers. And there's an episode where he comes back after, like, going around the universe, and he has amassed all this power and knowledge, and his one task is kill Lex Luthor. And everyone on the Justice League is like, oh my god. We actually can't stop Amazo. We have to get everyone in on this and the episode is basically Amazo just plowing through heroes. You've got the people like outside on space and everything trying to fight him. The sky on the ground and then like Mr. Atom has to come along like shrink Lex Lufa down like a micro... Microbolic like stage or whatever, so that Amazo can't find him. This is what it reminds me of because like Shigaraki is that unstoppable that they've got all these dudes like in these different phases and everything doing their little jobs as best they can to hold him up. It's actually really cool.
2: It's it's sick. So yeah, so far so good. And then we for also got to mention, well Shigaraki's so freaking powerful. How are they gonna handle it? Like you think they'd be fodder immediately? Mm. No, no, because Monoma is still not done ladies and gentlemen he is now also using racer heads quirk while manual keeps his eyes open like they did during the war art mm. where they use the water trick
1: i love that i actually love it Monoma is a fucking and and once again coming in with his shit eating face yeah i love it
2: and they they're just they're, and it's him and eraser because racer can barely use his quirk now so they're all just taking turns is what they're doing
1: hmm it, it did remind me that I'm very sad that head is essentially out of commission.
2: He is. You think Aerie would fix his eye? I've seen her restore lizard tails. Hasn't she done that? Hasn't they actually shown that in the manga? So I'm wondering what's stopping. Are they reserving her for something big? We'll see. But I feel like I feel like this would be well within her power. But maybe just not quite yet. Who knows? Still, still, still Ma- convenient. Maybe it's
1: because it, it would take away. A lot of the shit, because he lost his eye all the way back in the war arc, which was two years ago?
2: Not in real time.
1: Yeah, oh, no, no, no. Really? How, how long ago was the the big war arc that happened? It was
2: 2020. That that war arc took place in 2020.
1: Oh, okay then, okay then. Well, you know, it, it would definitely take away a lot of the stake and consequence of the war arc I, outside I of death, you know? Um, but it's like, what
2: are we waiting on?
1: True. I, I mean, Eri might still come in and, like... Eraserhead will make, like, a glorious return or something last minute, stopping Shigaraki from erasing Deku or something, because Monoma eventually, like, we both know that eventually all of these characters are going to be, like, half dead on the ground, being like, Deku, you have to finish it. Except for maybe Bakugo. Bakugo will still be there.
2: But yeah, but That yeah, being said, so Shigaraki is also, man, he's 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 not even shigaraki anymore like he is literally just an empty husk mm. barely any personality this is this is the worst like he's not even remotely interesting anymore he's just some creepy freaking blob. he's got this little hand like multiple hands thing going
1: which i thought looked kind of cool
2: it looks cool but like there's just no personality to this guy anymore
1: mm. no it's a shame i mean he, he does
2: acknowledge Eraserhead. the fact he, he still acknowledges that he was a fan of Eraserhead
1: yeah there's a bit where um he's like talking to himself he's saying uh don't get in the way me i think
2: he's he, he's talking to all for one
1: oh i i okay yeah, he's enough. trying
2: he's attempting to exercise his autonomy but it, it's not coming too much across the audience it's just, he's so empty eyes white head empty moisturized in his element.
1: Can we appreciate the paneling? It's not far from the very beginning. It's the panel where he's on his feet and he's like leaning down and touching the ground with one hand. And the way that the slash between panels is interrupted by his hand as if he's breaking away like not only the effects but also the gap between panels yeah it's a high it's like highlighting like you know uh his action right there so it like draws more attention to it i just really like that
2: it's a fallout it's a it's it, it's a, it's a blast of energy there yeah i i i love it i mean horikoshi's paneling was never in question it's no
1: good. no it's it's super good and the and the art in this chapter uh i really love especially the bit where best genius like Takes a hold of him with the coils and like drags Shigaraki across the ground.
2: Yeah, I mean, it, it, as it every everything is popping off here. I I I mean, I, I'm still being a whiny little baby about Shigaraki, but no, I mean everything here is good.
1: And it looks like everyone's got their little hover platforms. That's freaking sick.
2: Yeah, this 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 is this is why we took so much time. Like this is why he rolled his wheels for a couple months in between the war after after between Vigilante Deku and. Uh, this is because he, he, was, he was getting his rest in, man. He was t- taking a breather. All right, time to go all out.
1: He had to like actually plan all this ahead and be like, okay, how the fuck do I? Okay, okay. It, it's like, uh, do you remember Naruto? When Naruto was ending The the uh, Great Ninja War arc? I don't think you... Did you read Naruto? I
2: did not read Naruto.
1: That's fair enough. Well, in the Great Ninja War arc, uh, I might be wrong here. I'm not going to like take it as gospel. But I remember there was a point where everyone was like, Marder is too powerful even the author doesn't actually know how to kill him because he had stacked on like way too much power with him he had like super rapid freaking regeneration he could like summon like a giant kaiju sized spiritual suit of armor and crap like that bring down meteors he had like shig sharingan he had Rinnegan. all that crap he was just unstoppable but like it, it this whole situation feels like this great unified, well planned out effort to defeat Shigaraki where I'm like looking at this I'm like man I could believe that these guys could maybe even take down Shigaraki without Deku to be honest. I know it's not going to go that well because at the very end of the chapter we see Mirako look like she might just be taken out already.
2: No fucking way he loves her too much. That being said yeah that's like all the readers right now all the comments they're just like here he goes again Killing all the hot women. I'm like, I don't know. I think Mirko makes it out.
1: Yeah, like straight up I, I, I literally scroll down first thing I see. Did Mirko die?
2: I think I think I think these fingers are just like as long as Monoma keeps them in check, these this is just a, a blunt hit. This is just bludgeoning damage.
1: I am confused on like the limitations of his power and what is and isn't held back by Eraserheads quirk at this point.
2: Yeah, who knows, like isn't it one, one quirk at a time, and they're just kind of basically just, they're they're, they're 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 like looking at decay?
1: It's one of those things where it's like the, the whole, um, the quirk, whatever you call it, the the uh, quirk boundary, or... I, I, I don't, that that's like the last thing I pay attention to in this when they talk about that, even though I know it's super important, especially with everything that's been going on, but I, I don't get how that works, I suppose.
2: It's it's convenient for the story. You'll you you'll, you'll, you'll get exp- you'll get explanations as it go. It's gonna be like freaking stars and stripes all over again. They'll explain it. You, yeah. No need no need overthink. Against popcorn entertainment Val, this isn't the one to really overthink.
1: I noticed that he has his pupils back, and maybe it is just at the very end he has his pupils back. Yes. And it, it makes me think, what if there's a possibility that Monoma and Eraserhead looking at Shigaraki can somehow nullify this weird connection that All For One has with Shigaraki.
2: Perhaps it could. We don't know. Yeah. But I like the possibility. It's not going to stop him from killing them. True. But at least at least he'll be cooler while he's killing them.
1: I, get, I, I like this chapter a lot. It's like, this is a really cool plan. This is a really cool concept. And it's like, this city side, like, this thing is huge. I, I know- I thought it was a city, but I realized, no, you're right. It is just the entire campus, isn't it? Yeah, UA remember a, I said yeah. back
2: in Saturday Jump, I said the final battle would take place at UA. Most definitely. What we neither of us were able to predict was it'd be a floating Sky Fortress version of UA. Yeah. As some people have also commented that My Hero Academia has become sky high, <laughs> <laughs> which is great, I'm so happy.
0: <laughs>
1: I'm happy with this chapter. I really like this fight. The plan, the fact that it's like setting up everyone for their roles. It makes me a little sad to think that character's like uh, Kaminari. It's Denki Kaminari, isn't it? Yep. I always get confused between him and uh, Kirishima. It makes me sad to think that maybe these characters are not going to be relevant from here on out because they are going to spend the remainder of of this series in the goddamn basement.
2: True, but I, I, I could imagine that this freaking base implodes shigaraki will pull through at the very end this goes down well i i will see them we'll see them i i think i think we'll see them do some uh patching up some holes this place goes down they'll be on the move
1: i i said it last week i believe but what are you thinking i'm still thinking about who are going to be the casualties of this there has to be some give there's no way that everyone here is going to get out alive
2: Huh. I honestly, I have. I honestly, I truly have no more death flags for anyone, for the heroes, anyways. For the villains, I think. Um, I think Dobby definitely goes. He has to
1: self-immolation. He's going to S- die. Self- by em- self-immolation. Immolates. I
2: agree. I, I've been. That's what should have happened during the first war arc. He,
1: he's going hard. I mean, it is cool that Dobby over the course of the series maybe hasn't gone into the, that much because it's purely talked about, but well, not even talked about, but it's a purely physical visual thing that you simply examine along the course of the series whenever you see him but he has gotten worse he has like gained more burns since the original time we've seen him
2: yeah oh yeah he barely has any like unmarked piece of him left now he's got like, a little lightning bolt shape on his chest and that's it
1: yeah and, and that that's really cool i i'm still looking at Miracle. It it looks like she's just been Goddamn merc! like, her legs have been completely... Damn, that ass. Uh, her legs have just been completely consumed by the swarm of hands. Well,
2: I mean, well, I mean one of the legs are fake, mind true, you. True, true. And also, am I sensing an error? I thought she had a gauntlet-like arm. Where is that? Oh,
1: yeah. Look at the, the, the
2: They look like two normal hands.
1: They do look like two normal hands. I mean, maybe it's... No, they definitely look like two regular... Hands, damn. Because the
2: gauntlet should be on the left hand, right?
1: Yeah. No, yeah. That's absolutely Interesting.
2: Right. Who knows what that was about? He no mind to the possibly visual or we're missing something and we're looking like idiots. I don't know. Mm. I try not to criticize the art too much.
1: Not much went on here. I, I would have still preferred if we got the confrontation with Toga right now. But I understand that this was important to get back to because... Something has gone awry. We, they, the characters need to yeah, address. this. I, be, I,
2: I think, I, if, if it's not next chapter, it will be the second next chapter. We will be back to Toga. Though, I, I, I feel like this is gonna be a, Mirko getting biffed right here is gonna be a cliffhanger, and then we're gonna jump right to Toga.
1: I think so too. It's gonna pull One Piece on us. One Piece has been doing that all over the place in One lately.
2: Oh no doubt. it,
1: it, it has been frustrating. But also really freaking good. This week's chapter of One Piece, actually. There really isn't that much to talk about in this chapter. Can you can you find anything to talk about here? I'm liking all the different elections. No, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm
2: just like, we we are at peak My Hero Academia. We are sky high Academia, and we are having a good time. Yeah. It's good that it's finally having a good ass time.
1: It's nice that Tech Girl got her like you know bit, and obviously Yao Momo. Or create I I forgot that she. Yeah,
2: it's her her real name really precedes her hero name. There's some characters that you really just don't really accept their hero names. Like Kaminari.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: He he's he's Charge Bolt. Yeah. Who the fuck calls him Charge Bolt?
1: No one. Terrible name. Terrible name. A lot
2: a lot a lot of their names are actually terrible. Truly.
1: I st- I am not even a fan of Dynamite.
2: I think Dynamite's a-okay. I, I I I like that they went with something that no one thought of. I actually really appreciate dynamite because it's an homage to all might. Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, it's dynamite. It's explosive because we all, we all thought it was going to be ground zero. Like oh, all no, the I chatter, they all thought it was going to be ground zero. There was no other choice there. I get it. That being said though, the fact that you wouldn't want, you would want Bakugo to really define himself outside of all might. Yes, exactly. Yes. That is exactly I it. I agree with that. And that's why I always, that's why in the abridged, I went with ground zero. Hmm.
1: It's still really cool though to see the I, I only wish I only wish my boy, Sun Eater, would uh would take center stage for a moment. But then again He will I,
2: give him time. Yeah. He's not there for he's not there for nothing back. No,
1: of course not. Everyone, Everyone's
2: got a very specific job. Give it some time.
1: Miracle's there to get killed first? No, no. I I, I hope she's not dead. Even I like Miracle. No way. <laughs> I don't I don't I've never loved Miracle, but it's like, yeah, I like Miracle. Like, why not? It really does feel like though. Th- this puts it forward like There's nowhere else to go for these characters You know Inventor girl I forget her name Support uh, girl Support girl ha-
2: Mei Hatsume.
1: Yeah yeah Support girl and everything uh, I'm like Cool I love how
2: this was all her idea This whole fortress thing Pretty
1: love much it. Yeah no She's it- get- She got
2: some just do at the very end here I'm so happy
1: No yeah it's cool that she is You know a, a character that we Maybe thought wouldn't be that relevant and she's not she literally Oh yeah. During
2: saturday jump we said we probably saw the last of her during the freaking uh, <laughs> school festival
1: yeah exactly but it's been cool that she has appeared like usually at the beginning or tail end of an arc i think right yeah because i when would you say that vigilante deku arc ended because i would say it officially ended probably around the time that he went to meet up with her if i'm getting the chapter. it was before
2: that it was when he basically like when when he they fucking hosed his ass
1: yes yes was you're right filthy
2: that that to me was the end of deck because it, it like it literally like ends like a, i told you that season six that's how it's going to end it's going to end with them sleeping on the couch and then the post credit sequence is going to be the setup to stars and stripes
1: yes yeah I, I i'm actually looking forward to the anime if nothing goes awry like the last season if
2: nothing goes awry that, that's why that's why i want to segue next is um yes, it's going to go all awry, because my God, it doesn't matter that the manga's ending. We're going to see a lot more movies. We are, because the current volume of My Hero Academia, 30 something, 31 or 32, maybe 33. I, I don't quite have the exact number, but the latest volume is the highest selling in the entire series. Damn. Basically, um, I was going through some like figures and stuff. On a growth curve, My Hero Academia, it kind of dipped a bit during the endeavor agency and joint training arcs as it should have because that was like a, the lowest point of the series but overall and since then it's been climbing to its best numbers it finally usurped demon slayer for monthly and weekly sales
1: impressive which is
2: it, it's insane there's only two others who can do that jujutsu kaisen and tokyo revengers damn and of course chainsaw man when it returns the current big three in terms of sales is my Academia, jujutsu kaisen and Tokyo Revengers mm. good on them but but that's where I go I mean it's a feedback loop if there's going to be no more manga but you want to keep selling manga if it's not ongoing you're going to make movies and you're going to keep the movies and the animes and it, it, that feedback loop is going to continue it's at its most successful right now nothing's stopping it there's there's more money than ever but will they actually use it and not screw up the budgets of the anime I doubt it. I think we're in for a bad time. Right now, it's which arc gets screwed over? Is it the war arc or is it vigilante? I will concede vigilante. Hmm. Deku. Since it's the Deku focused one. Yeah. And I don't care.
1: Okay, okay. I think we could end up with a sort of Boruto situation. Like, you know about the Boruto thing, right? Oh, regale me. I, I, I'm going to Naruto again, strangely. So, Boruto. When Naruto ended. There was a period, obviously, where it was like, well, it doesn't matter that the Naruto manga ended, or because at the end of the day, they got My Hero Academia, which turned into the big hit that it is. But then they made Boruto, like two years later, as a monthly manga, not by Masashi Kishimoto. Yeah, they
2: continue without him, but I heard he's back. Now that Samurai 7 or Samurai 9 is done, he's back on it.
1: Yes. Yes, he is. Samurai 9? 18? I don't
2: know. It's a number. It's Samurai number something.
1: I, I Samurai 8, The Tale of Hachimaru. Which, sadly, as far as I could tell, kind of crashed and burned within a it, within it, year. It, it went from May yeah, 13th- Yeah, it got, it
2: got the bare minimum.
1: Yeah, yeah, which, which C- is... Considering
2: considering he was... Considering the pedigree, that was special.
1: Mm-hmm. No, a very it very
2: special it... crash and burn. The fact that such a big name couldn't carry.
1: It, it really is a shame, because he probably genuinely wanted to move on from Naruto. I mean, the man dedicated 14 to 15 years of his life on it. Yeah. And then the instant he tried something new, it was like, it gets shit-canned in a year, and I didn't hear anyone talking about it. But anyway, so they released Boruto in, like, 2016 as a monthly manga.
2: Yeah, but I remember that the, the corpse was not cold when, when Boruto came out, and they did it without him. They did that with Super as well. I mean, Dragon Ball Super, they do that without Araki. Or not Iraqi. Uh Toriyama, thinking JoJo.
1: Kodachi writing Boruto for, I want to say, if I'm right about, like, the way that they've structured this, 13 volumes, and then Kishimoto came back, as of the fourteenth volume, I guess, to start writing it. I don't know if that means that. Uh, no, I guess that means that he did just stop because it says one to thirteen. And then they released the anime of Boruto, where it became where it started in twenty seventeen. But because the Boruto manga started in twenty sixteen monthly, they had nothing to work with. They had maybe I don't know, fifth of April. Uh, it started as an anime. 9th of May, it started in 2016. They had like eight months or so, maybe more, uh, worth of chapters. And they just ran with filler to the point where only, as far as I know, a year or two ago, they started doing actual manga-based stories. They could do something like that with My Hero Academia. If they want,
2: I don't think uh, am I here with a My secret Series. I think here's the difference, Val. Who works on Naruto? I
1: was about to say Kyo Annie, but it's goddamn Perio. No, it's not Kyo I was about Annie. to say Kyo Annie. It's Perio. Perio,
2: yeah. It makes it makes sense because Perio's that kind of studio mm. where they'll go they'll go a week of and they, and they they don't take breaks. They just go 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 until they burn themselves out and they're just doing nothing but filler. Mm. Bones would still retain the right Toho and Bones. Would still retain the rights to the, the anime rights, should they choose to go forward. If there's a source material to work with, if there is a source material to work with, they're gonna wait.
1: Fair enough. Yeah, no, that's true. Because
2: that's because that's because that's how they approach the mangas we currently have. It the current My Hero Academia series, they wait. They take time and they wait because they're seasonal. They don't they don't go every week. They're not trying to fill in the gaps every week. Whereas Birio's Perio, entire budget revolves around Naruto, Bones doesn't need it. But I mean, they're getting some nice um, movie cash, and that's why I'm saying that we'll see movies long after the manga's done, and maybe even after the anime's done as well. We'll we'll just continue to see movies like as we're seeing them, these little original one-offs.
1: It's gonna be like One Piece. We're just gonna get a movie every couple years. Yeah. Probably. probably. However
2: however long it takes, because again, it's a ten picture deal. And I, I, I always say that on Saturday Jump, but there is a th- that deal that they made was for ten films. They try to hide that fact now because for whatever reason, but the initial sign-off on the paper was ten films. We only have three of them right now, and the anime can be done in about two to three years, and the manga is going to be done this year. So they so within its original run, we we could have maybe five films there's another five to work with if they show if they so choose and i think they will and i think that's what we're going to see as for a sequel series like in the manga by horikoshi i don't know i think horikoshi is going to be more interested in doing something new Mm -hmm. and as we've seen through vigilantes we don't need horikoshi we love horikoshi horikoshi's great when his editors don't get in the way but this universe is proven to be very easy to write in it's just popcorn entertainment just place yourself somewhere in that universe ask korikoshi hey which characters i can use and he'll say that one that one that one have fun and we'll just make our own original heroes to fill in the gaps it's easy we have we have vigilantes we have team up mission we get these little one-offs once in a while these one shots and they're all different they're all different writers and different artists and they don't skip a beat so my hero will continue to exist they they will run that thing to the ground they I have no doubt that the future of My Hero Academia is bright.
1: How would you feel yeah, after Horikoshi? How, how would you feel? Because a voice acting friend of mine um recently talked about it, but he expressed interest or a, a desire to voice my hero uh vigilante characters, specifically Knuckle Duster, not Wolverine, and not Cyclops. And right. that did bring that did bring a thought to my mind as, as you're saying this. Would it be nice if Bones took a break from My Hero Academia and did a series of vigilantes to bridge some story stuff which is obviously They wouldn't I wouldn't that be amazing though?
2: It would be amazing but they wouldn't they wouldn't have the balls <sighs> because it's not Deku. <laughs> Deku has this fucking franchise by the balls and that's why I'm I'm saying that even though the future is bright for spin-offs They will never get adapted. It will never be the same phenomenon. As long as Deku is not there, the horny teeny boppers will not follow. They're the ones that get those fucking sales.
1: I still hold a deep desire to have a Damien movie not centered around Deku.
2: Oh, don't we all? We we, we pray we pray. But that's that's exactly
1: my same... That's my same desire with One Piece, though. Because you know how One Piece film read? I'm sure you do. I think I've mentioned it before. I was hoping so hard for a Shanks-based movie Yeah. from, from a different time, Shanks will make away from Luffy. <laughs> 2019, yeah, go ahead and, the like, year pop of Shanks. In 2019
2: and <laughs> 2020 and 2021 were uh, all the year of Shanks.
1: The the biggest lie. The biggest lie he ever I told. I love
2: it. I think it's hilarious. Um, but yeah, but we've seen the concept art. That's not going to be the case. But yes, I think One Piece is also, you've, you've expressed this as well, that post One Piece, post Oda, you still have a magnificent world where you can just pop in another story and doesn't even have to be about Pirates. You can go go on any given island, any given country, mm-hmm. and tell a completely different story with completely different characters. The world, what a glorious place. It's huge.
1: <laughs> did you just quote the goddamn opening? Of
2: course I did, Val.
1: <laughs> the world. The
2: world, what a glorious place.
1: I love that opening with the fucking yeah, so if your good.
2: line is, if the opening to your story isn't the world what a glorious place don't even fucking bother how do you top that
1: I I, I still would very much like it because as Vigilantes has proved there are important aspects in Vigilantes that bridge shit in my here academia that are actually talked about so it feels as though it would be a good logical step for bones you think it'd
2: be beneficial you think an ova or something because those ovas are abysmal those ovas suck.
1: oh no they they, they really do I see, yeah, which, why...
2: which, 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 which i'm like it would be interesting but however you do not want vigilantes on an ova budget
1: if it was like a 90s well, well if it was a 90s ova budget now, that'd be different.
2: That ca- that cavern rescue mission, that latest OVA, two-parter OVA, and all it was was still it- scrolling still images and just, hey, remember that time? And we just talk in dialogue over rolling still images. I'm like, what the fuck is this? They did that during a pandemic. And I'm like, why did you even bother? Why did you put your animators at risk like that? For what? To meet a quota? I don't understand. See, that makes
1: me very sad because when I think OVA, and you probably, hopefully, think the same thing, I think Fooly Cooly and stuff. Like
2: a mini-series. Yeah, again, a mini-series. Yeah. I, see, for me, I'm spoiled by OVAs. Uh, the very first OVA I ever watched was Giant Robo, The Day the Earth Stood Still, one of my all-time favorite anime. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, to me, OVAs are movies in their own right.
1: Yeah. I think things specials, like...
2: They hit things you normally don't see, and I feel like My Hero Vigilantes... Would be a perfect fit there. Agreed. But it needs a better
1: budget. I I think of things like Air Gear, Break the Sky episodes one, two, and three. Do you remember Air Gear? Have you read Air Gear?
2: I I know of Air Gear, but I've never really digested it.
1: Yeah, you probably you've probably seen me once in a blue moon be like Air Gear,
2: fuck. Yeah, no, I think I think I might be voicing an abridged parody of Air Gear. I'm pretty sure. I know someone really? recorded me for something the other day. It was very brief.
1: Egya is a really good manga. In fact, I, I think... I recommend you lots of things. Uh, I think you'd really enjoy it. I'll,
2: I know. After this giant pile I got behind me, you know, I'll get to
1: it. Barack Obama is a character. And he's Hell embodying yeah. the... He's... Love in, he's, my war criminals. He's trapped in the body of a high school girl. He, he He's technically not Barack Obama. You
2: told me. You told this to me. Yeah,
1: I probably have. Yeah. It's cra- it's insane. It's an insane manga that we should honestly go over one day. We should. We need to bring back uh, manga Rochambeau.
2: We do eventually when we get the balls. When we have more. When we time. get the balls.
1: When we have more manga to actually go through because it was just, I-, I I got nothing. Fuck.
2: It was our classic. It was our classics. Is what was going on. Pretty much. We were trying to subject each other to our like the things that we would never fucking do, <laughs> on our own time. But yeah, um, but speaking of the classics, it was announced literally like right after we recorded last week's episode, Oh! boom, big bomb drop out of, out of freaking nowhere. Zatch Bell is coming back.
1: Yes, that's right. You, you,
2: Return of the King, like everyone in the joy boys chat just went insane. They just went nuts. Like there were riots. We were flipping police cars. It's good that Zatch is back. I talked I talk about last week when we wanted some new things, and I said we're all just hypocrites. We really just want old things. And we were correct on that, because now Zatch Bell is back and all is right with the world. Who Out with the new in back with the old, eh? I, I think I've
1: told you before. I, I have, like, some knowledge of what Zatch Bell is. Can you actually tell me what the fuck it's actually about? I think the dolls it's, become he, king.
2: It's one of the greatest Mon Fighters of all time. It's basically... Um, it's about this student. Pro- Basically, it's it's Death Note if Light had a true friend who showed him the light, <laughs> who gave him heart. This is this is this is of Light was a good guy. So this is about a prodigy, literally just like Light Yagami, who finds a mysterious spell book that's given to him by a mysterious boy. He's a little puppet boy named Zach, or as they say in the manga, because I, I just reread the manga recently. Gosh. Mm-hmm. And, and and basically because anytime time i start reading the manga i'll start calling him gash instead of zatch if i read if i watch the anime he's zatch hmm. but right now i'm in manga mode so he's Gash to me right now and uh he meets a mysterious little boy and he goes hey your dad sent me to be your friend because you're such a piece of shit <laughs> you're gonna turn to light yagami unless i save your ass Kyo, the light yagami to be says fuck you i don't need friends i'm gonna study books and Become a software engineer and, you know, slowly die for the rest of my life. Living
1: the Japanese dream.
2: And so basically they start getting attacked by other people with these little puppet children. But well, they're not all just puppet children. They can be animals, robots, anything. But they're specifically called Momodo. And they are from the demon world. It's basically hell. But it's the cute version of hell. And I love it. And they are sent every, like, a thousand years or so. They come to Earth and have a fight. They send a hundred Momotos to Earth. And they meet up with their partners with spell books. They give them the power. And they have a war. And the last Momoto standing becomes the king of hell. And each Mamoto is very different. Some don't even want to be in this fight. It's very traumatic for them. Some just want to go home. They say, please, burn," because if you burn their book, they return home to hell. Oh, no. They don't really die. But they say please 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 send me back to hell i hate earth and some are like no i love earth i'm gonna hang out here to the very end i'm gonna milk this for all it's worth and some are like i want to be the king and that's zatch i want to be the king but zatch has an element that he also is missing memories but on top of that he wants to be the king because the ones that are getting traumatized and are getting fucked over zatch is that just like this is horrible. Why does such a fight exist, and very few people are actually interested in it? So Zatch reasons that I'm gonna become the moto King and put an end to this war and be a kind, just king. And you, the reader, love Zatch so much because he is so kind. You're like, hell yeah, Zatch. He is a match. He is one of the greatest protagonists you will ever see in Shonen Jump. It's it's great.
1: And you'd highly um, recommend Zatch Bell.
2: It's one of my highest recommendations for jump trash, and for people who I consider the best mon fighter and one of the best jumps. Is it one of the best manga? No. This is this is this again. This is popcorn entertainment. This this is very silly. It's excessively weird, even problematic at times because this is a product of its time. Um, this is early two thousands.
1: Would you believe me if I told you I have a personal favorite? anime because the manga is just not translated and it's very hard to find like a full translation of it yeah that is like zatch bell in so many ways that you described yes because it's a bond, it's a bond fighter
2: so that, that that's how they are
1: yeah but in more than more than that even more i'll i'll, I'll let you finish and I'll, I'll i'll tell you a little bit about well,
2: we're gonna say what zatch stands apart is the fact that its characters are so likable and the pacing the pacing is the most i don't give a shit pacing i've ever seen again very indicative of early 2000s manga that got pushed into um america because that spell was definitely in the american eye they just drop things like they will interrupt they, they will literally just stop fights in the middle and go okay the fight happened we're done we're moving on they don't care if the, if if this writer um, even senses a hint of you getting bored, he drops it and he moves on. Some people would find that a bit jarring, but it's a it's it's the fastest 300 chapters you're ever gonna read. It just
1: but is it funny? Is it, he does it in a funny yeah, way. Yeah, it's very
2: funny. It's very fun. It's very abrupt. Um, it's a lot of gag. It, it, it's gag. It's slight It's 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 surreal slice of life. A lot of. Stories revolve around Zach and friends just fucking around. Basically, that, that's how they're punctuated. You, you get these very serious, heartbreaking, gut-wrenching, violent fights, and then, boom, we're going to have a shopping episode. Um, Someone shit in my mailbox. We gotta go find who did this.
1: That, is that an actual thing?
2: I feel like it has happened. I feel... If, I, if I'm making it that up... So that sounds if, more if like I'm something... If I'm making it up, it's not too far-fetched <laughs> from actual plots in this series. Again, they are so random. They go, they they see a guy on TV and then there's... Because Zach is just a little boy and he's very impressionable. And he sees characters on TV. And they, again, this is the early 2000s. This is back when shows went on the road. And there's, there's episodes dedicated to them going to road shows. Because that's, cool. that's what they do. And, and getting disappointed when their heroes aren't real. And we have to deal with that. <laughs> and it's devastating. Like
1: how you had to deal with the fact that Zatch is, or Gash is not real.
2: And they go on dates. They go work on farms. It's, it's, it's It sounds like a mess because it is. It's a fucking mess. But it's such an entertaining, enjoyable mess. And if you don't want to really sit around for the manga, the first two seasons, the first 50 episodes are dubbed. You can find them. Absolutely wonderful time. Some absolute historic cast very west coast actors you get debbie Derryberry, aka jimmy neutron as zatch bell you've got zim billion billy from billy and mandy as kanchume they're, it's a it's it's such an eclectic cast these are people you don't normally expect in anime and they're there and, it, and it's it, it's a fun ride everybody um but this was this was was, a- was zatch
1: bell released sort of like a pokemon where people didn't know it was actually from and they just assumed it was american cartoon
2: what's that repeat that
1: well like how pokemon was released in like no kid actually knew where pokemon was from you know they just thought oh pokemon's a cool cartoon is that is that kind of this what it was, was like?
2: following the tales of pokemon because pokemon ushered in this huge revival of anime in the west that's a whole different discussion that's a whole history lesson mm. but zatch is the generation this is this is mid tsunami generation in the west in, in the west Toonami is very formative and also very important of maintaining interest in anime. This 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 multiple hour block in the afternoons on Cartoon Network. Um, Toonami airs anime, and they're trying to fill gaps because Dragon Ball is going this is this is when Dragon Ball is going in Sano mode in the West, and like, okay, there is demand for this. Throw anything at the fucking wall. And that's how you get Shaman King, Yu-Gi-Oh! zatch bell this is that generation hmm. and this is w- and this is when one piece by four kids is on its way and
1: about to ruin this did you know the voice actor who played zoro in one piece is actually guts
2: oh i know in oh Fortis i one
1: piece like you've seen yes. the shot where yep. he where he screams luffy when he when
2: nothing luffy! yes yeah, it, it, I love that TikTok. We're like, "Yo, fucking his, 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 four kids Zoro losing his freaking mind." Yeah, in the booth. goes I'm hard. Like, yeah, in that's the booth. gutsu, motherfucker. <laughs>
1: of course he goes hard. It's guts.
2: That's gutsu, man. <laughs> Hell yeah.
1: Okay, but yeah. So but-
2: after that long tangent, we are so happy to have Zatch Bell back. So expect me talking about that very soon. It should come out in the next week or two. I like will. They, look they just dropped. they that. literally announced and went, "Hey, in like two weeks, this is back." and they're re-releasing volumes too which is also amazing uh this is in charge of the translations i think they always were to my memory but now they're really gonna take it seriously because again jump is kind of struggling i think so it's they're looking really, for anything.
1: really cool and they've got a good choice in zatch bell i think it's really really cool that like in a time where things like a personal favorite thing of mine oban star races gets a kickstarter to re Star- Yes, yeah. Oban Star is I backed it. I backed doing it. well. I backed it by 100 euros. I'm going to get a Blu-ray. I'm going to get, like, some stuff. Uh, another thing that I kickstarted actually came the other day. Um, the creators of Last Man. Um making a movie called Mars Express. Yeah, you've
2: talked about this. You, you bought yourself a spot in that roster, didn't you? Yes,
1: I did, actually. Um, I need to go there. It's why, That's why I'm working really hard, because I've got to like save up that money to like go to France, and then me and my mate are going to be like, okay, we're done here. Let's go to fucking Disneyland.
2: <laughs> Euro Disneyland? Yeah. I have yeah, yeah. to you're about to go to the Ratatouille restaurant. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Let's go but- meet Ratatouille in real life. But I think it's amazing that we live in a time where things that would have been niche, because Oban Star Race is one of those things where the guy had to really push. He had to push for having a female main character. Um, The stuff was done in, like, 2003, apparently. Coincidentally, around the time where Zatch Bell started airing. But then it only got put on TV in 2006. It's, it's, it's It's a crazy thing. He had to really push and work and, like... Work his ass off to like, get everything the way he wanted it, basically. Because the studios, the producers, were, like, fighting against him at every goddamn turn, it seemed. But he got it done. It's sick. That Kickstarter, though, has apparently recently, last I saw, a few hours ago, hit 300,000 uh, euros. And they were only asking for 30. They They're only asking for 30 for this, like, whole thing. And with this reaction, essentially... That could spur on a sequel to the series, apparently, because of how much this is gained. Isn't that cool? And then Zatch Bell's yes. coming back and stuff. I just feel really happy to see all these things that maybe I enjoy or you enjoyed as a niche thing. That maybe like obviously Zatch Bell was a big success. Zatch probably. I is wouldn't.
2: Not. G- I honestly, I would not call it Zatch dish. I'm serious. Like that was. Like I said, it was. It was in the Shaman King. Generation. This is the. This was a huge pile. A lot of people. If you brought Zatch Bell, they'll say fuck yeah or oh that fucking weird thing. What the fuck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, everyone's seen. I, it. I
1: I I misspoke for sure, but like y- you understand what I mean. It's super cool to see these things that we loved as kids, uh, coming back, or maybe even like adults. Yeah, isn't it great? We're boomers now, Val. <laughs> or maybe as adults rediscovering things. Bring back things that thing. we might have been like, eh, it's okay. I mean.
2: Remember when we were kids and they brought back Dennis the Menace? What a great time. Oh, yeah.
1: I mean, do you know that you and I have very different Dennis the Menaces?
2: Yeah, you... I've got Dennis the Menace and you've got Billy the the cheeky little... No, kid. no, no. Like, the see, cheeky your Dennis get. the
1: Menace is a well-meaning uh, rascal who uh, pisses people off inadvertently. Uh, not intentionally. My Dennis the Menace like picks on... What did he... he they, they they called them, like, the pansies, the puffers uh, I know, and I know.
2: It invades country, steals their artifacts. Yes, No, it, it's, know. it's
1: like he's, like, an actually bad kid, funnily enough. But, um, can I tell you about this thing that you were just completely reminding me of and, like, sending me flashbacks when you were talking about Zatch Bell? I will be very quick. Do it. Okay. It's called Yondamasu no Azazel-san, or You're Being Summoned, Azazel. And very similar to Zatch Bell it is about these deceptively cute things coming up from hell, requiring a grimoire, or book, to tie them to the mortal plane used by people, and they all have their own distinct abilities. Yeah. But, unlike Bell, it is like a dark, absolutely my kind of stees, supernatural dark comedy manga, where Azazel is Uh, Demon of Lust, who harasses people. He constantly berates the main character, who is this very nice, shy woman, um, Rinko Sakuma, who is working for this very shady uh, guy called Akutabe. He runs a detective agency, but he uses demons to get all the jobs done. And he uses Azazel originally to Fix a woman's marriage with her cheating hun- husband, but Azazel constantly gets it wrong. He gives the hun- husband things like erectile dysfunction at one point. Um, and then when he's like brought up on it and it's like, oh, you f- you messed this up. He then decides to give the wife, ma- this um, aged wife, gigantic freaking tits and shit. I, I, that that's so big she like you know you, you see them before that she even comes through the door she like breaks the doors off or whatever because they are so big um, and as the series goes on all of Azazel's like treatment of the girl the main girl turns her into a bit of a sociopath as she, turns, as she slowly turns to more of this dark figure resembling the detective more and more. There are other characters, like Beelzebub, who is Azazel's best friend, who is a prince of hell, but even though he's like appears as this very cute-looking fly-like penguin, he's actually a fly. He, everyone thinks he's a bird because he looks like one, but he's got little fly wings. And his whole thing is that he can make you shit yourself, but... He also eats shit himself, something that he is rather embarrassed about. And the characters are rather disgusting, they are. They, they are genuinely bad people, it's like... You know how you say that it's like cute hell? This is like, actual hell.
2: Yeah, they say this is the dark one.
1: This is the dark one, and I think it's a really funny dark comedy with great animation. Um, it, it's got some very, like, uh very famous, like, scenes in it that people, like, would take as, like, gifts and everything back in, like, the 2000s. It's been done since 2012, the anime, the manga, finished in 2018. Yeah, if you say if you
2: send me clips, I'd probably recognize it, honestly.
1: You probably would, but it is a really good, dark anime, and, and they, it is mostly them fucking about. There is very rarely an actual story going on, and when it is, it's really weird. There's, like, this dude called Moloch who is, like a demon of wrath, and he's just like this little cow dude. He looks like a little cute plushy cow, but he gets violently angry if you eat meat around him, specifically steak and cow, and he will, like, murder you really viciously. And there's an episode where they reveal things about angels, where angels have been walking among people uh, specifically to hunt down grimoires to take them up to heaven, and once those grimoires enter heaven, they are then destroyed and the demon is destroyed along with it. You can, like, burn a grimoire and do whatever you want with it. It'll just pop up somewhere else and the demon will survive. The only way you can actually kill a demon is by taking the grimoire to heaven. And, uh, yeah, he dies and they make a whole thing about it. There's, a, a another story bit, which went on for a surprisingly long time, uh, where a serial flasher and pervert is harassing people and you go into this really sad backstory where it turns out he was a priest who was like in love with a woman and was going to marry her but then it turns out that Azazel at one point turned her into a massive slut and ruined his life so now he's going around and like become a pervert in some kind I can't actually remember why he did it like that It it was kind of ridiculous um but they do similar things, like you said. There's an episode where the main girl is trying to get a job. This is before she turns quite as bad as she does later on, where she starts abusing the demons, because they are shitty people who deserve it, to be honest. Um, she's getting a, She's got a job doing cosplay photo shoots, and the demons are like, why the hell is she so happy? Oh, it's because she has money. Where is she getting money from? Akutabe only pays her, like, a little bit. Let's go follow her. And... They end up, like, ruining this entire convention of people who are, like, social outcasts who find comfort in one another. You go into, like, a little bit of their backstories and how, like, oh, doing this event brings me such joy. You know, before I met you guys, I was, uh, I, I, I was a, a shut-in. I I had nothing. And then I met you guys and, like, we're doing this. I'm so happy. And then Beelzebub, the one who eats shit and really enjoys curry, they are selling curry and he buys some of their stuff, mixes poo in it, puts it in the microwave, forgets about it, and then someone else is like, oh, one last bit of curry, yeah, we can like, you know, spread this out and everything among the people. And then it turns into like them all being arrested for feeding people poo, and it just ruins the entire thing. It's really, really dark. I'm not gonna go into much more of it, but it just reminded me of a dark reflection of Zach Bell because it there does. were so it many really things it does of so many things that you said it it brought the memories flooding back to me but it is one of my absolute favorite dark comedies so yeah that, that that's what i feel like ending on i would actually recommend watching it cuz you can't freaking read it that's for sure not in full at least i would i would kill to know how that manga ended and what is and isn't canon to the manga Outside of the anime, right. But do I hear the train? Do you is hear it, the is train?
2: It sto- is it stopping? Are we getting an early stop this week?
1: Uh, I, I I think so.
2: Oh no! I'm fucking looking. No, fucking the fucking Doctor Octopus on the fucking train. What's he doing? The, uh, the train's going. It's, <laughs> it's, it's still moving. I think we're gonna. I think we're gonna freaking. Um, I can't do this bit. <laughs> I can't canonize this podcast into Sam Raimi's
1: Spider-Man 2. (laughs) You can do it, Ivan. You just got to finish the joke, and it's canon. That's that's it.
0: Mind the gap as you exit our podcast safely. Rebuild of Joycast is hosted by Ivan Leroy and Valentine Stokes. Leroy's written and directed works can be found on the Joyride Entertainment YouTube channel and the soon-to-be-released original web manga, Paramedic. Val's dulcet tones can be heard in many of your favorite anime and web series, such as Ruby, Death Battle, Tribe 9, Lackadaisy Cats, and more. This episode was edited by Stina Carey, with YouTube version edited by Cody Rock. Music provided by Lo-Fi Geek. Intro and outro narration by Stina Carey. Outro music composed by Michael Pajovic. Logo and visuals designed by Ivan Leroy. Rebuild of Joycast is produced by Joyride Entertainment and Rock Voice Productions, LLC, and made possible thanks to Patreon donations from generous listeners like you. This month's highest tiered Patreon producers are Mr. Host, Austin, Hiro Medina, and Gunner Bear. If you would like your name shouted out at the end of each podcast, an invite to our private Discord to interact with fans, cast and crew, or early access to all of our content, be sure to check out Joyride Entertainment's Patreon. Links provided in the description. Thank you for keeping Joyride's engine burning.